Before we get started, we have a quick question. Does your school have a good mentoring program for new teachers? Does it support administrators who run the program, train and support mentors in how to best help new teachers, and support new teachers by answering their questions and helping them to meet their biggest challenges? We've mentored many new teachers and we've had lots of conversations with the new teachers crying in their cars after school. That's why we created the New Teacher Navigator. We have everything that your school needs to run a successful mentoring program. It's online and very affordable. If you or someone in your school or district is interested, check out our program at inspiredtogetherlearning.com or send us an email and we'll follow up. We'd love to help you support the next generation of teachers. The future of education depends on it. And now we hope you enjoyed today's episode. Have you ever started out a day or week with lots of energy, only to find that you are somehow drained of all that energy, leaving you feeling frustrated, tired, or maybe even angry? In today's episode, we're going to discuss what might be draining you and talk about solutions to the problem. Your energy is important, so you're going to want to hear today's episode. Welcome to Season 2 of the Inspired Together Teachers Podcast. We're Paula and Michelle, award-winning educators who've worked with thousands of teachers, and we know the struggles you face on a daily basis. Do you want to make a difference and still enjoy your life outside of school? Together, we can tackle the overwhelm, gain clarity, and build confidence to live the life you deserve. Are you ready to be inspired? We can't wait to explore ways to improve your work life and home life so that you can live your best life. Every action you take, and even every action you don't take, can drain your energy. Energy isn't just physical, it's also mental and emotional. How do you think of energy? Do you think of energy as something that you're given, or is it something that you create? We love this analogy from Brendan Burchard. He says, the power plant does not have energy, it makes energy. Energy isn't just something we have. We create that. Like the power plant, energy isn't something that just exists in you. Energy involves taking what is coming to you and then controlling it in ways that help you to have even more energy. You can have more energy or less energy depending on how you react and you control all of life's circumstances. The first step is to notice where your energy flows well and where you're losing your energy. Once you figure out what's causing your lack of energy, then you can address it. So what is draining you of your precious energy? And what can you do to reclaim that energy? Let's start small with the little things, because little things add up. Sometimes the easiest fix to draining energy is to just deal with the little things that have been piling up. Here's an example. We've probably all done this. We let the dishes build up in the sink. We don't wash a few dishes from breakfast, which would have been a five-minute job. And then we skip dishes again and again, and then it's a 20-minute job. And two days later, we have a pile of dirty dishes, and we need to find an hour to do them. So what should have been a five-minute job is now a 10-minute job and a 20-minute job until you get to the point you just want to burn the kitchen down. In the meantime, those dishes have been nagging at you. Every time you go near the kitchen, it drains your energy a little bit. 
It's like vampire electricity. You've probably heard of this when you have many different appliances, lamps or other things plugged in in your home. You're not using them at the moment and you don't realize that they are using resources, but they actually are. It might be like that little light on the control box, a little blue light or the panel on the microwave or the stove. It's not a big thing. But if you have dozens and dozens of things that are using teeny bits of electricity, it all adds up. Those things are literally draining energy. So what might be draining your energy bit by bit? Here's just a few examples. Maybe it's that messy desk that means it takes more time to find something where if you just took the time to clean your desk, you wouldn't be spending all of those small energy draining moments trying to find what you're looking for. Maybe it's a missing button on a shirt that you keep reaching for in the morning before you realize you can't wear it day after day. You might need to make an appointment, but you just keep putting it off. Kind of like driving around maybe with the maintenance light on your car. You see it every day and every day it zaps at your energy little by little, but you just haven't gotten around to making that appointment for the oil change. Some of those examples may resonate with you. It really is sometimes the little things that does nag at you. Here's an example that happened to me just this week. I keep this large cup of my favorite liquid gel pens in all different colors on my desk. And I grab a pen from that dozens and dozens of times a day. When I grab one, it is out of ink. I just toss it back in the cup and groan, and then I grab a different one. Then I started to realize that about half of the pens in my cup were out of ink. And it was really annoying me that my pens didn't work. Then I had to stop and say, why are you putting all the pens back in the cup if they don't have any ink? I stopped and I took five minutes to sort through the pens, which ones worked and which ones didn't. And then I went and added ink refills to my Amazon cart. That annoying experience stopped. It was a small thing, but in tiny little ways, it was zapping my energy. What is the solution for all these little energy drainers? Well, make a list of those little things in your house or at school that are bugging you. What are you putting up with that could be a quick fix? Consider taking a few minutes just to sew on that button or to call and make that appointment. Or maybe set aside an hour and see how many of those little things you can just take care of. It will feel good to cross them off your list. Every little thing that you are tolerating is draining your energy down. Let's take a look at a little bit of a bigger problem. Looking for things that you are doing that are emotionally draining you. Emotionally draining can look like a lot of things. And one of those things is worry. You might be worrying about things and it's draining you. For example, we worry about things that haven't happened yet and might never even happen. We worry about what others think of us. We worry about problems that are out of our control and we can't do anything about them anyway, but we're worrying about them. Sometimes we worry about things that have happened in the past, even though we can't go back and change it. Worrying is a habit, and we can learn to worry less by remembering this quote from Barbara Cameron, worry about tomorrow steals the joy from today. Another example of an emotional energy drain is comparison. Some comparisons you might be involved in, you're thinking that you can control what other people think of you. You're really trying to manage their thoughts, which is really not your job to do. There's a lot of social media that leads to FOMO. What am I missing out on? And they're all having better times than I am, or they have this that I don't have. And that's a draining kind of emotional thing. 
Comparison steals your joy and drains your energy. Third example of an emotional drain is getting involved in things that are not yours to do, like getting involved in someone else's drama, spending time and energy on things you shouldn't do. For example, taking on someone else's work or getting involved in work that's just not in your circle of influence. I have a quick example of this too. My sister-in-law was just here from New York with some of her children. She called and asked us to pick her up at the airport. I was glad to do that and drop her off where they wanted to go. Then one day my husband says to me, how are they going to get back to the airport? And what time are the flights? And some of them are going to Chicago and some of them are going to New York. You should call her up and make the plans to get everybody back to the right airport. And I was happy to help. And if she called, I would be happy to help. But I realized this is not my work to do. Those are her plans to make. So I just stepped out of it. And I said, if she needs my assistance, she will call me. That's just an example of something that could really emotionally drain you doing work that isn't in your influence. It's not your work. Notice what's draining you emotionally. Spend some quiet time to think, meditate, to journal, to pray. These things often help bring you back to your center and can calm that anxiety, stress, and comparison. Think about focusing on the things that you can control. You might want to listen to episodes six and seven of the podcast that will help you set priorities and prevent, reduce, and eliminate stress. We will link to those in the show notes. We want you to look at the things that are physically draining you. We just came off some emotional drainers. Think about the things that are physically draining you. You already probably know these things very well, so we'll just mention them briefly. What are some things that might be draining your physical energy? Is it lack of sleep? lack of hydration? Is it maybe those unhealthy food and drinks that at the moment felt really good, but later they are draining you? Maybe it's a lack of physical activity. Physical activity actually gives you energy, though in the moment you might feel like it is taking your energy. Maybe you also have some unfulfilled medical needs, just that nagging toothache where you haven't quite made the appointment and had anyone look at it, or a physical pain in your body. Pay attention to your body's needs because you're never going to have enough energy if you keep skipping these essentials, these little physical drains on you, like everything plugged into your outlets at home, can add up and drain your energy. The next one we want to talk about is a little bigger issue, and this one is energy-draining relationships. We all have all kinds of relationships, some by choice and some by birth or some through our work. There are energy drains in all kinds of relationships. You can't control all the people in your life or all the ways that they may drain you, but you can control your reactions. You have to deal with some gossipy family or friends or emotional meltdowns of your children, maybe issues with your family members and colleagues who drain you. And there are relationships that can be especially difficult. Some people just drain you completely and leave you feeling frustrated or even angry. We call these people energy vampires. The energy vampires tend to be pessimistic. And when there is an opportunity, they will find all the ways that something won't work. You can identify these energy vampires in your life because they're the people who are often engaging in negative talk. Yes, it is true that sometimes we just need to vent to someone that we trust. But some people have that negativity bias 
that works on overload. They're always looking for all the ways that other people are causing them problems without seeing the strengths that those people may bring. They're resisting change. They may say, oh, the way we've always done it is just fine. Thanks. I don't want to change. Or we tried that years ago and it didn't work. Along with that resistance to change and the negative talk can sometimes just be an unwillingness to solve problems. They'll say, what's the point? It's not going to work anyway. Or they're inflexible and only see the world in black and white. You'll know these energy vampires in your life because it's often all or nothing with that kind of person. Maybe they have strict rules and they never relax them, or they're quick to see the right or the wrong, and they're not willing to look at individual circumstances. They may struggle with empathy, seeing someone else as wrong or bad. These are grumpy people. You might smile and say, good morning, and they answer with that grunt, or they're irritated by people being cheerful. They're not inclined to engage in any of the social niceties, and they can easily just take the wind out of your sails and really change your whole attitude for the day or the week if you let them. Let's talk how we can solve that problem. How can you deal with an energy-draining person? First of all, don't take it personally. Their attitude is not about you, and it's not likely caused by you. There was an old television show called Dr. Phil, and I don't know if any of you remember Dr. Phil. When I am in a situation where I need to not take something personally, I always try and channel my inner Dr. Phil. And the part of Dr. Phil that I like to channel is he would always say to people when they were saying, well, I feel this, or I feel that, he'd say, It's not about you. I always think that when someone is really draining my energy and I think I'm taking this so personally, I shouldn't. It's not about you. We all need that reminder every once in a while. It's true. We also sometimes need a reminder that we might not be able to change them. We want to fix everybody. We want to help everybody. We want everybody to see the world our way or have our suggestions. And as teachers, we like to teach people how to do things or how to fix things. And sometimes people don't want that or they're not in a place to accept that. So you just have to do your best to stay positive and try not to let their energy affect your energy. Sometimes just thinking about that, their energy is not my energy. Try to reframe their statements in a productive way, or at least try not to perpetuate the negativity. And I love this little mantra to keep in your pocket. I will not let this person frustrate me or make me angry. I choose not to let this person change my attitude. There may be times when you can choose to limit your exposure to people who drain you, though there are some relationships that you want to keep in your life. We also want to add a caveat here. We're not therapists. When you are dealing with severe conflicts or heavy emotional trauma that is connected to your relationships, we hope that you will get some professional help. The final thing that might be zapping your energy is something that we talk about a lot, common theme across our podcast is when you are doing something that does not align with your values. We like to talk about values and aligning your life with your values. But if you're doing things that don't align with your values, then you are probably having your energy zapped by that. When we expend time on things that aren't important to us or where we don't find that purpose, you will feel your energy draining. Really take some time and examine how are you spending your time? Do you think you are spending time on things that have a purpose for you? 
For example, maybe you're asked to be involved in running a school event or a charity event that's going to require a lot of your time. You need to ask yourself, is this cause important to me? And will it positively impact the people I care about? Is it within my circle of influence? When you ask yourself those kinds of questions and consider how it's going to align with your values, you'll have a lot of clarity in making wise choices. I'll give you an example of that. I have a friend who went to a new workplace. Some of the people there, actually several of the people there, had a shared cause that they really believed in. They loved to volunteer for it. They were spending nights and weekends volunteering and doing all of these things that really helped to push this cause forward. And for my friend, it wasn't his thing. He really tried to make it his thing. He would go volunteer with them. He would do everything, but he was becoming resentful about all of the hours that he was spending at these events on weekends or nights that were taking him away from his family and his personal time, which were what he really values. He didn't dislike their cause. It just wasn't his cause. He had a lot of questioning moments those first months on the job. It was a little frustrating for him. But then he eventually realized that his colleagues weren't expecting him to make their cause his cause. They had the time and energy to devote to it, and it really aligned with their values. They said to him, listen, you're always welcome to join us in our cause, but we have no expectations that you will. Once he was able to put that aside and find other things he had in common with his colleagues, he realized how much energy he had been wasting trying to make their cause his cause when it didn't align with his values. And in the end, he ended up developing a better relationship with his colleagues when he could authentically be himself and not use his time and energy on causes that weren't his. He became so much happier in the new workplace and could be authentically himself. That's a great example, Paula. Doing too many things that don't align with your values will drain you. There's also the opposite of that, to make sure that you are finding time for the things that you love. Alexander Denheyer says, you often feel tired, not because you've done too much, but because you've done too little of what sparks light in you. That just reminds us to take a little time every day to do something you love to do, something that sparks a light in you. Go for a walk, read a book, paint, cook, talk with a friend. Even just a few minutes a day will help you to renew your energy. I think of this as like garlic around your neck to ward off the energy draining vampires. You don't spend all of your time investing in things that distract you from your real priorities. And to recap, we want to maximize our energy. When it comes to energy, you don't have energy, you create it. Being aware of where you get your energy and what drains your energy can help you to have the energy to do the things that you want to do in your life. In true teacher fashion, we end our podcast with homework. Our homework for you today is to take five minutes in silence and solitude to make a short list of energy drainers in your life. Though this list won't likely be comprehensive, write down whatever comes to your mind in those first five minutes. These are the energy drainers that you'll want to make a plan to attack first. 
We won't be grading your homework, but we'd love to hear how it's going. Drop us an email, a message on our social media, or leave us a message on our website. Let us know how you are attacking those energy drainers. Also, be sure to hit the follow or subscribe button so that you never miss an episode of the Inspired Together Teachers podcast. That's all for today. Class dismissed. Thanks for listening to today's episode. If you'd like to continue the conversation, join us on Instagram and Facebook at Inspired Together Teachers or head over to our website, inspiredtogetherteachers.com for more podcast episodes, our award-winning blog, and free guides to help you be your best. Until next time, may you be inspired in your work life and home life to live your best life.